This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course, and I want to talk about Club Med. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco, or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, yesterday was the last day of the Premier League season. Most of the issues had been resolved, but not all of them, uh, particularly the relegation battle, which involved Leeds, Leicester, Everton, and uh, Southampton were already down, but uh, Everton and Leeds had a lot to play for. In the end, Leeds went. Everton got a 1-0 win from a brilliant goal from DeCorey, who was actually the first game when Frank Lampard took over at Everton. The first thing he did was drop to Corey, which was very strange. But he got them out of jail yesterday, and they were lucky because, you know, their opponents came back at them. And the other remarkable result yesterday was that Brentford beat Manchester City, but City obviously have greater things on their mind. For the last time this year, it's a pleasure to welcome John Giles and Liam Brady uh, to the programme. John... Leeds going down, Big Sam proving to be, as you've always suspected, as we've always suspected, a spoofer, and he recommends himself for the job of getting them back into the Premier League. How did you feel when you saw them go down, John, or did you feel anything? Well, I did, Eamon. I mean, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd have a lot of uh, affection for Leeds United. I was, I was yes. 12 years there, uh, and to see them go down in the way they did, Eamon, I was... Very, very disappointed. Yeah. Uh, because they were just hammered, you know. They, like they, they didn't look like a team at all. I know Big Sam has only been there for four matches. Yeah. But he certainly hasn't made them any better. He's got one point from 12. Yes. And, and I see him in the paper this morning that he's, you know, he's, he's looking for the job. I can't see I can't see how he's going to get it with the results they've just had and the supporters were... Thought of them shouting for Bielsa yesterday. Yes. It was a very disappointing match. I mean, Spurs were very good. Harry Kane, brilliant again. Yes. But they just played them off the pitch. Yeah. Really, they just played them off the pitch. They were, they were no, no chance of doing anything, Leeds, yesterday. And uh, they haven't got any better in the last four matches since uh, Sam has come to the place. No. In my opinion. Uh, Liam, Marcelo Bielsa. 
was is regarded uh, by, among others, uh, Pep Guardiola as one of the best coaches in the world. He's just got the job coaching Parag- uh, Uruguay, rather, who are a very, very powerful footballing nation in South America and indeed across the world. They fired him. <laughs> he got them promoted, kept him in the division, and they fired him. When you look at a lot of these relegation uh, situations, it's usually the guys in the suits, isn't it? Who screwed up and and not really run the club properly? Uh, well, I think that's debatable, Eamon, To be quite honest, right. you know, some clubs have have sacked their managers and and done well. You know, yeah, Bournemouth for Bournemouth, for instance, yes. they got rid of Scott Parker and put young Gary O'Neill in. Yes, Parker was uh, complaining about that the players weren't good enough. O'Neill just come in and got on with the job and. Bournemouth finished 15th, so yes. I think he did an incredible job. Roy Hudson coming in, uh, oh, yeah. you know, for Patrick Vieira, you know, they finished, they finished 11th, you know, and they were, uh, you know, they were frightened that it might, it might go down, so they s- decided to change. Wolves changed their manager, they stayed up, you know, it's, yeah, it's, so it's sh- arguable, it's arguable, Eamon, you know. Yeah, whereas, Sean Dyche, Sean Dyche is another one, Liam. Yeah, uh, just, I, about, just about got there, got over the line. But uh, that table doesn't lie, Eamon. You know, the Leeds changed their manager three times, I think, this season. You know, yeah, so yeah. Uh, uh, Bielsa is a, is, a, is a hero. The football he played to get them out of the championship. And then he had a very good first year in the premiership. But perhaps, you know, he did too good a job, if you know what I mean. The yes. expectation from the directors or from the owner probably rose a few levels and thought, well, when they, when they start getting mixed results, well, it's time for a change. But uh, I know what the Leeds fans would would say. They would say that we should have stuck with the, with Bielsa. But it's, it swings in roundabouts, Eamon. Okay. Uh, let me ask you I about think, that. Eamon, can, Sorry, I, just yes, say, Eamon, can yeah. I just say something there? Yeah. Uh, with Bielsa, uh, Liam, he was, they had a few injuries, you know, and yeah, they never backed him. No, you always said they didn't give him any help in the transfer market at the time. No, they, 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 what they yeah. said actually at the time is actually he hasn't re- reached our expectations. This is where, like, they, they had a few injuries on right, but they never backed him. He never, they never spent any money for him, and 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 they got rid of him. Like, if you look what's happened to Leeds, they'd have been better off staying with him. They've had three managers since then, and they've all done nothing. They still yes, went down. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. absolutely. Anyway, yeah, that's, that's, that's dead and gone. But the, the supporters, I heard of some of them, a lot of them, still shouting for them on, on, on the weekend. Yeah. You know, but yeah. anyway, it's, it's, it's a bad time. Uh, you know, they've gone down and they were they were totally played, played off the pitch team and they deserve to go down in the end. As you say, you know, the, the table doesn't lie. And uh, that's the way it's gone. Let me ask both of you about this season and the demands made on players by the six weeks had to be taken out in the middle of the season uh, to play the World Cup in Qatar. I think it was excessive what they had to do, particularly the Premier League players, and I think it affected the season. Would you agree, John? Um, Well, I I certainly have. I I do agree totally because, I mean, there were six weeks uh, that the season had to stop and they had to make up the... uh, make up the game. Yeah, and they were playing every three days, effectively. Yeah, but I I think in the end, it might well have suited City. The strong clubs, Because I think City had the panel to to cope with it. Yeah. 
Yep. You know, they're a big pan, bigger panel than anybody else, bigger panel than, 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 than Arsenal. You know, Arsenal played the same team virtually every week. City were able to, when it came to the real crunch, uh, were able to play players and rest players and, and uh, win. I'm not, I wouldn't take anything away from them because it was a great mm. comeback to go on and win win the league the way they did. But it could well have helped them in the yes. panel that they have in relation to the other teams. Yeah, Liam, what's your take on that? The Premier League players in particular, the Premier League restarted on uh, St. Stephen's Day or Boxing Day, as you call it over there, and the players had only been back a week. Yeah, well, uh, that's right. Uh, I agree with John with, you know, that City is definitely the advantage for them because they have, uh, they have such a big squad. But did you see the quote from James Milner yesterday? No, I didn't. I'll read it for you now, yeah. right? Because he's, le- he's leaving now. He's leaving Liverpool, isn't he? Yes. They say he's going to go to Brighton. But he's been a great player down through oh, the years. Oh, yeah, great pro. Yeah. yeah. He said sometimes it gets overlooked how it is all the year round now. So what he's saying, they're yes. playing all year. Yes. For the international boys, it's ridiculous. Yes. Every other year, there shouldn't be an international tournament. Players should be given the full summer off. Yes. How long can this go on? Yes. And I think that's what happened this season. You know, players got very, very tired. Um, uh, someone like Saka at Arsenal, he fell away badly in the last six weeks of the season. Uh, I all think it had an effect. Haaland didn't go to the World Cup. Yes. You know, so, um, he had a good break in, in, you know, so, uh, it's been a very, very demanding season and it's proved too much for a lot of clubs. Yes, and the idea, John, is really that these players belong to their clubs, their clubs pay their salaries, they take care of them. Uh, UEFA and FIFA have no obligations uh, to these players at all, but they do mm-hmm. want them. So they're borrowing other people's quality, other people's property almost, to really beef their own competitions up and make money from television rights. And that's going, to kill, do, I mean, that, that, going to kill the game, what, John. Well, I think, I think there'll be a, a, an uprising in, in with the teams, the top teams particularly. I, yes. mean, I might have mentioned it before in your programme. Yeah. A couple of years ago, the, six, the big six almost broke away. Yes. Right? And I think there will be a break away yeah, so do I. sometime because these guys who own Manchester United and Manchester City are very very wealthy guys very wealthy guys and they're paying the players top money big money they're playing in transfers and that and you got UEFA and and uh, the, the other situation who are they Eamon you know they're nobody like who are they you know they're, they're, they're not paying the players they're, they're taking the players from these yes. clubs yeah. Right? And then you've got the you've got the you know the World Cup, you've got the, the 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 Champions League and all these players. Well, who's who's running these clubs? And I think the guys with the money in 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 England and Spain and that say, well, what's going on here? These are our players. Yeah. Our players are coming back tired, they're getting injured, yep. and they're playing in a competition yeah. that there's no money in it whatsoever for us. Well, there is in the Champions League, but there's now the Nations League, which is the UEFA competition, Liam. It is the case, isn't it, that the clubs pay the players, they take responsibility for their players' well-being. FIFA and UEFA, who now have a Nations League, and in fact, there's two, what, th- th- this uh, Europa League, there's a, there's a second version of that now, the West Ham have qualified for. This isn't right, is it, Liam? 
Yeah, the conference. No, no, but they're looking to generate. Well, that, that's that's the UEFA are, are, are an organisation that, that look after both clubs and the national teams. Yes. So they're trying to generate uh, revenue for themselves through all these competitions. Yes. Um, I don't think West Ham fans are complaining or West Ham players are complaining. They've got uh, a final to look forward yes. to on, on, on Wednesday, so they're all getting all very excited about that. But it's the internationals all year all year round. They're not going to finish now till about the 17th or 18th of June, yes. these players. Yes. And then, you know, how long are they going to get to rest? It's like Milner saying. Yes. You can't go on like this. You just can't no. go on like this. No, uh, it, it can't. But to go back to, go back to the Premier League, Eamon, yes. just reading again, they're like Rodri and Haaland uh, are the only two of the Manchester City players to start 28 games or more. You right. know? Yes. So that's how, that's how they can uh, rest players and, and introduce, uh, you know, players from across the squad. Only, only Haaland and Rodri, two outfield players, yes. have played more than 28 games. So that tells you how strong they are, Eamon, how can, how they can rotate all the players that they have. Yeah. And I totally agree with you and, and with John particularly. I think it, there will be reaction to this, uh, because, the latest thing is that Infantino, the president of FIFA, has proposed a World Cup every two years, which would yeah. be outrageous. And it's in, in, incidentally, Liam, he's been supported in that by Arsene Wenger, who is one of the bright, brightest men in football. Hi, I'm Dori Shafrier. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we are the hosts of Forever 35. And today... We're talking about Club Med, the best all-inclusive getaway for families. Today, Club Med has nearly 70 resorts worldwide, from beachside resorts in the Caribbean and Mexico, to magical locations in the Maldives and Morocco, to ski resorts in the mountains from Canada to the Alps. Between their all-inclusive family programming, wellness offerings, land and water sports, and their French heritage-inspired food and drink offerings, Club Med is the best way to elevate your family getaway, no matter which location you're at. To learn more, visit clubmed.us. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. 
Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. I just want to ask you two questions. One is about Pochettino going to Chelsea, John. Chelsea have finished, (laughs) they're finished 12th and it, by yeah. the look of the table, Crystal Palace are, and Fulham are above them, as are Brentford. If they'd have gone on for another few weeks, they could have been relegated. I mean, they're, they're not far off the relegation battle. And they spent 600 million in the two transfer windows just passed. That's a car crash, isn't it? Well, it's, it's totally, I mean, you know, the, the, the American guy, you got, what's his name? Bowie or? Bowley. Todd Bowley. Todd Bowley. Yeah. Todd. Well, he's, he, he, He's in charge of the situation, I mean, he owns the club along with a couple of other people. And obviously he fancies himself as a football expert. Yeah. He got Graham Potter in and he was the, the, the head coach. He wasn't the manager. And he certainly proved not to be the manager. This guy, there's no doubt that Potter wasn't buying all the players that they have now. It was the, it was the director or the owner, as we call him, was buying these players in. And he spent whatever you said, six hundred million yeah. on it. But he's not a football man, I mean. You no. know, he's 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 buying player after player after. I mean, you, you in training alone, if you've got, I think they've got about twenty eight, thirty pros, yeah, top class players. And how do you how do you train them? How do you coach them? You know, if you can only coach about fourteen, fifteen, sixteen players at a time, yeah. Which means there's about 16 players left in the other dressing room yeah. <laughs> complaining about not being able to do this and not being able to do that. And the manager's not in charge. I mean, Frank Lampard has gone in there, but Frank Lampard is on a temporary basis. He's no ch- real char- uh, say in the club. No. He might have been picking the team now. But you have to, if you, ha- if you have a club, you have to get a manager who is an expert at the game to do what needs to be done. That's why you employ him in it. Right. Chelsea don't believe in that. This guy doesn't believe in that. He believes he can do it. You get a coach here and you train them. I'll pick the teams. I'll pick the players. And that's, that's what's happened to them. And you can see the, the state they're in now, Eamon. Right. And it won't get any better until he gets a manager in that he allows to manage. The other thing, Liam, I want to talk to you and John about is Manchester United's season. They finished third in the Premier League, Liam. Tan Hag, the coach made some big decisions early on, particularly about Ronaldo uh, and getting him out of the club. They are in the cup final and they've also, uh, as I say, qualified for the Champions League. Their squad doesn't look great and I've been critical at times looking at them, but he has to be commended for the position they've ended up in. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Uh, 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 an excellent job. Well done, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, Champions League, they would have been delighted with that at the start of the season. Yeah. They've put a, a trophy trophy in the cupboard by uh, by winning the League Cup. Yes. Um, and, and they've got the cup final to look forward to and maybe the possibility of stuffing Manchester United or Manchester City um, repeat what they did in 1999, the yes. treble of the Champions League, yeah. the FA Cup and the League. So uh, it's been a very, very good season. 
Uh, on the other hand, uh, the squad, Eamon, could it match Manchester City next oh, no. season? I think they might not, get killed what, <laughs> in the cup well, final. Well, not what he's got. At the, well, yeah, it could very well happen, you know. But also, uh, they have the possibility of, of, of uh, playing really, really well and doing something. Like cup finals are not, uh, don't always go to script. I remember Liverpool-Wimbledon many, many years ago. Yeah, you know, yeah. Where Liverpool was supposed to kill them. I remember uh, Leeds and Sunderland then. Yeah, yeah, and, and and I was in a cup final that we lost to West Ham. We were in the second division at the time, so there you go. So, right. but to get back to Ten Hag, no, an excellent job. But the only the only uh, caveat that I would have, Eamon, is are they close to closing the gap with with the with the team across the road, City? Yeah, uh, I don't I don't think so, but. They have a transfer market to deal with this season. But who's going to be buying the players? Exactly. It's all up in the air who owns Manchester United or who's going to own them in a couple of months' time. Yes. So I can't see it happening next season that they can close the gap. But Ten Hag, they may just have the manager to do it over the course of time. Yeah. John, just to ask you about that, I don't think... I, I, when I, sp- I spend a lot of time talking about football to you during the games... There's a lot lacking in the squad in terms of ability. And as Liam said, you couldn't see this squad of players closing the gap with the Liverpools, the Manchester Cities and so on, although they finished way ahead of Liverpool as it happens as well, significantly enough to qualify for the Champions League. What's your take on him, John? Well, he's done a good job, Eamon. You know, you're not going to, 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 to compare them with Manchester City uh, where Pep has been there for what seven or eight years with, yeah, with plenty of money six, to spend. Anyway, yes, you know, so you you have to go on what he's done over the season. Yeah, and he's done he's done you know he's definitely improved them over the season. So it's one step at a time. Yes, I think the Ronaldo situation. I think he, I think he could have done that a bit earlier. Yes, you know, got rid of him early on because last season when he came in, uh, you know, Ronaldo's looking for a contract. And I, t- I think it took him a while to get rid of him and get get him out of the way because yep. he was he was a bad influence by the time he was he was leaving Manchester United. And I think it's no coincidence that Manchester United picked up from from the time Ronaldo went away. I mean, yep. they, they became a team. Uh, so one step at a time, Eamon. You know, he's, he's, I think if you look back over the twelve months out of the season, he's done a good job. They're much better now than they were when he, before he came in. So that's all any managers do. But but he's. Like all the managers have a long way to go uh, to catch Manchester City. Yes. But you can only do it bit by bit. And I think so far he's done a really good job for them. Yeah, and as Liam said, and it's critical, we don't know who own, who's going to own the club. No. And we don't know what kind of money he will have to buy players and indeed to pay them. And they've had the Pogba experience as well. Pogba's played 28 minutes football in the last three years yeah. or two, apparently. But uh, we'll pa- let that go. I, I want to ask you now questions you might not uh, like or you may, well, but I have opinions, you have opinions, and the listeners who follow football love to know what your opinions are. Liam, I'm going to ask you for your player of the year. Well, it's obvious, Eamon, isn't it? It's Haaland. It's got to be, you know, yeah. coming into the Premier League for the first time. 36 goals in yes. the Premier League. Uh, quite amazing. Um, uh, uh, you know, we haven't seen the like of him before, to be quite honest, have no. we? You know, 22 so, years of um, age. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a few others, you know, you could throw into the mix. Um, 
the 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 Harry Kane once yes. again. John's mentioned him. He's he scored two again yesterday. I mean to bring yeah. in the thirty goals. So Brilliant in a poor in a poor team. You have yes. to say, you know. Yeah. Um. So uh, Saka Arsenal. Although the last couple of months he fell away. Um. You've got Gundogan who came on strong the last couple of months. And funny enough. Um. Uh, uh, Newcastle, maybe Trippier or, or the la- Isaac, they signed up front. Yes. I, I'd put these all in the top 10, but uh, the big fella for Man City tops the list, has to do. Right, John, your player of the year. Yeah, I have to go with Lehman, <laughs> most other people, Lehman, Haaland. Yeah. Uh, what Stone has been unbelievable, really. Yes. Um, you know, he's only 22, he can only get better. Uh, and he certainly, he certainly has done what he was brought to do, yes. which was score these goals. I mean, he's been he's been fantastic, and he seems to be a great lad. He, you know, he he doesn't he he passes. He sets other people off if it's on, and you can tell by the vibe around him and the other players that he's a good lad. Like he's one of the lads. He's no big head on him at all. No, he doesn't show that at all. I mean, you know, on the pitch, he's a team player. Uh, you, you know, you got a lot, a lot of score, scorers, goal scorers that we've seen in the past. You know, really play for themselves, and that's what makes them great goal scorers. But this fella obviously gets on with his pals. He's one of them. Uh, you know, he's a real pro. Gets on with the job. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's been a real, real plus right. uh, for Manchester City. Uh, just to go back, just on a little bit, of Manchester United. Yeah. If they could, Eamon, get Harry Kane. Yes, absolutely. I think he'd love it. I think he's on the record of saying that... Uh, I think Harry Kane, if he'd played for City, Eamon, would have scored as many goals as Haaland. Right. If not more. Wow, that's interesting. Now, that's what I, That's the way I would say. Yeah. Haaland, yeah, Haaland clarity would be definitely my player of the year. Yeah. He's, been, he's been terrific and a really good lad, Eamon. Yeah. The team player. Yeah. Brilliant I, lad. I couldn't disagree. I, I think he has been a fantastic, phenomenal player. I, I'm, I must say, and I'm sure you both share this, my admiration for Harry Kane week in, week out, in sometimes teams that weren't really all having a go, to score 30 goals, to, to still be doing it in the last match of the season. He's such a great lad. I'd make him almost joint player of the year, but I wouldn't disagree. Haaland is coach of the year, Liam, I suppose... <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like it's like the Oscars. There's going to be a clean sweep, Eamon. <laughs> yeah, it has to be has to be Guardiola. You know yes. for what he's doing at City. Like they're in the they're in the FA Cup final. They're in the Champions League final. Some of the performances this season in in both the league and the Champions League have been outstanding. You yes. know, he's we've we've talked over the course of the season how. Some of his players have improved, the likes of Ake and Stones and Grealish. Grealish, yes. You know, he's, he signed a Kanye, the Swiss Swiss lad. He's only paid 15 or 20 million for him. He's he's slotted in great at the back at City. He's very, very quick. Um, and, of course, he signed Haaland. I know everybody wanted Haaland, but, they, you know, Guardiola got him. Um, and for me, he's, he, he's the coach. In, in, in my top 10, I'd put, you know, the likes of uh, uh, Arteta, you know, he's done a great job at Arsenal. They ran them close. Yes. Um, uh, only fell away in the last two months of the season. Uh, so you'd have to put him, like, uh, give him a mention. Yeah, Unai Emery. Yes. Uh, for for doing what he did at Villa. At Villa you know, yes. he, got, he got them into the 
we got them into Europe. Uh, um, uh, the Serbia, Brighton, the yes. football they played, and you know some of the performances they put in, and they're I in Europe. And they're in Europe for the first time ever, Eamon. It's yeah, a fairy tale story, you know. Yes, yes. And Gary O'Neill saving, saving Bournemouth, and mm. I would put him in the mix as, as, as deserving, deserving praise. Uh, Ten Hag, Eddie Howe, they've all done really, really good jobs, but, um, Guardiola tops the lot. Okay. John, did I ask you coach of the year? No. No, no, not not yet, Eamon. It's not Sam Allardyce, anyway. Go on, John. No, or, or, or Jesse Marsh. Or Jesse Marsh. <laughs> Who, who's your coach of the year, John? My coach of the year, Eamon, is I've gone for uh, Roberto de Serbia. Ah, okay. At Brighton. At Brighton, yeah. 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 Now, I, I agree I agree with Liam and, and yourself. But, uh, Pep has done a great job. Yes. There's no doubt about that, what he's, what he's done. I think this fella, with the resources he has yes. at Brighton, has, has been fantastic. The way they play, getting into Europe, they actually sell players, yep. get more players in. Yes, uh, and I would that—that's my player, that's my manager of the year. Anyway, I think he's done terrifically well. Of course, all the managers you mentioned have done great jobs, particularly Pep and doing what yes. he's done. But he has the resources to do what he does. I know he still has to do it, but he has the resources to do it. But when you're down in the Brighton yeah. area, yeah. Uh, you know, I think the job he's done so far at Brighton has been fantastic. So it, it has, yeah. I and, picked him as my manager of the year. Yeah, and I'd, I'm sure Liam would go a long, a long way with that. And I certainly would as well. I, I, I just got. Team of the year, Liam. The Oscars again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. Uh, well, go on, tell me. Well, I've just mentioned them. You know, yeah. the managers. Uh, yeah, uh, has to be Manchester City, Arsenal, and uh, they've done. have done great. Arsenal were playing great stuff for. They were playing great football, very entertaining football, scoring goals. Uh, so you know, they, they'd they'd be up there and. Uh, you know, Newcastle, they've turned the things around. They've yeah. gone from strength to strength. They've been very good. Brighton, as John has just mentioned, but it has to be Man City. You know, the, yeah. some of the performance they've, they've given them, the fact that they're on the verge of winning the treble, uh, I think it has to be Man City. You yeah. know, they, they're four, four 94 goals, uh, against 32, yeah. you know. It's incredible. Uh, 120, yeah. 120, 128 games. And, uh, you know, another phenomenal season points was. So I'd have to give the team of the year to Man City. Right. And I'd go with that too. Not that people care too much what I say. I would go with that with one caveat, as you say, Liam. In this case, it is a caveat about the charges they face. Uh, 115 charges uh, under the fair play rules of the Premier League. But... Uh, we leave that to one side. And now I'll ask you a curious question. Um, hey, Eamon, can I give you my team of the oh, year? Oh, gee, sorry, John. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, go, I go with the two of you. I have to go with City. I, you know, to do what they did was, I mean, at one stage of the season, Arsenal, I think, were about eight to ten points ahead. They were, yeah. Uh, and, you know, they had to really, really play from from that period on. Uh, and they, they they played remarkably well to do what needed to be done. Again, yes, and I'm sorry, John. I've done that twice no, to you. Okay. I'm I only I'm thinking up. in my own head. Should I get involved in this or just let the real experts talk? Um, I, I'll ask you this question, John and Liam. I'll ask you first, John. I have a definite one match in mind. Game match of the season. 
you might think that's an odd one to throw in, but I did give you, I think, advance warning. Match of the season, John. Yeah, I, I did. I didn't didn't get advance warning on that. I'm not, or maybe I maybe I did, and I've forgotten. Um, can you? Can you? I go to Liam. Me? Yeah, because yeah. I definitely okay. gave Liam advance warning. Liam. Okay. Uh, well, I, I I'm like John. I don't think I got advance warning on this one, Eamon. But uh, <laughs> I, I have warned <laughs> my staff. <laughs> <laughs> but but I. I would say I would say Manchester City against Real Madrid, the performance yes. they put in against Real Madrid. It it wasn't close, so maybe that that kind of uh, uh, damages a little bit. Uh, I would have to say uh, I was at a match where Arsenal were two down against uh, against Bournemouth, and it was thrilling, and they scored a goal in the ninety seventh minute to win the match. So right. that's another one that sticks in the mind. Uh, Liverpool beating Man United 7 0. That's my That's my That's your one. That's your one. But I would have to say, uh, Man City against Real Madrid as regards watching a team function like they did and play beautifully. Yeah, football. I'd say here, here to that. So, sorry, John. I've given you a lot yeah, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go along with that one, Eamon. City against Real Madrid. Yeah, it was a, like Real Madrid were, 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 by a lot of people, you know, pretty much favourites coming into this match yeah. and they just played them off the pitch it was a great performance in having having been beaten by Real Madrid last year in the semi so you know they turned to know that I, I would give that a very very brilliant performance uh, in, in the Champions League OK John Giles and Liam Brady it's always a pleasure to talk to you to have you on the programme and I'm really sorry for screwing up uh, by not giving you advance warning of some of that. But thank you both for everything you've done for us and the listeners, more importantly, during the season. We really appreciate it. That's John Giles and Liam Brady. We're grateful to the lads. To all of you for listening, that's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family. With resorts worldwide from their family flagship resort, Club Med Punta Cana, to their only mountain resort in Canada, Club Med Quebec, they have everything you need to relax. With their 20-plus sports activities, wellness programs, you can dine on delicious cuisine and make memories with your family. So book your next getaway with Club Med. Visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Meet 2024's most anticipated robot vacuum, Eufy X10 Pro Omni. With powerful 8,000 PA suction and MopMaster's dual mop pads, it keeps your floor sparkling clean. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards, and Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y dot com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best in class all in one robot vacuum for only seven hundred ninety nine dollars.